Welcome to the Together for Good podcast brought to you by Bethany Lutheran Church in Cherry Hills Village, Colorado. Our episode today is another chapter in the, our cataloging of spiritual practices. I give you a little bit of information about prayer journaling and how that's been helpful in my life and kind of walk you through a way that you can try prayer journaling on your own. I mentioned this in the beginning as well, but just a reminder that if you want to hear more about spiritual practices, there is an intro uh, are in an episode on October 21st. But that's enough about that. Let's get right to it. Here is a spiritual practices episode focusing on prayer journaling. Hey, everybody. We're going to be talking about another spiritual practice here today. Just so you know, if that term is confusing for you, or if you want a little bit more information about why spiritual practices are important, if you go back to the episode that we posted on October 21st, that was the first ever spiritual practices episode, and I start that one off by kind of giving a whole synopsis of why I think spiritual practices are important and what that term means you get the idea. So feel free to go back and listen to just the first, I think it's the first seven minutes or so of that podcast from October 21st. Uh, But otherwise, we're just going to jump right in. The practice I wanted to talk to you about today is journaling. Journaling, yeah, that's something, right? Like keeping a diary. Maybe you did it as a kid. Maybe you just journal for fun anyways. Um, But in particular, I'll talk to you about how to do a prayer journal. And this is a really... Again, this has been a practice that has been helpful and meaningful in my life for different seasons. I mentioned that in that last podcast uh, that I, I tend to go in waves in terms of what spiritual practice I commit myself to and stick to. And, you know, one will last for several months and then I won't pick it up or use it for a couple of years after that. That's okay, right? You just find new and different ways to remember God and to connect with God that are meaningful. But I wanted to share with you this prayer journaling exercise just because I think uh, there's a lot of real benefits to this form of prayer. In particular, if you're anything like me, when you sit down and fold your hands and bow your head and close your eyes to just offer a prayer at the end of the day, uh, perhaps uh, your mind wanders. I don't know, maybe that's just me, Uh, but I can get pretty distracted and quickly find myself thinking about something else altogether. Whereas prayer journaling, since you're actually writing down words on a piece of paper, for me, it tends to keep me more focused on the task at hand, and it just helps me organize my thoughts a little bit better uh, because I'm not following, right? I'm not writing out every little thing that comes to mind. I'm staying focused on the task at hand. And another piece about this too that I found in my time of using a prayer journal is that the act of writing causes me to think differently about things. I I just articulate myself in writing differently than I would if I was just saying a prayer in my head. And so the process itself is often very illuminating because I'll have, I'll write something down and say, step back and say, oh my gosh, I never actually thought about it like that before, but simply talking to God by putting pen on a piece of paper changes the way that I'm thinking about a certain situation or something going on in my life. And so that alone can be very, very powerful that just through writing, it causes your brain to 
organize your thoughts differently and all of a sudden maybe different connections can take place and God works through that moment itself, right? I think that's the Holy Spirit at work, kind of illuminating and shining lights on parts of a of our life that we wouldn't have seen otherwise. So that alone, there you go, that's a great reason to start a prayer journal. But additionally, prayer journaling also gives you the opportunity to look back. This is something that you can't do with a normal prayer is you often forget that you did pray to God and ask God for help with this situation or that situation. But through a prayer journal, I've got some from when I was in high school. And it's just crazy to look back now and to see some of the things that I was worried about and to kind of feel a little embarrassed that that's what I was saying prayers for. Uh, But also to see how God was working in my life and how there's this long thread of the presence of God that dates back years and years and years. There is something powerful about recognizing God's history in our life and the fact that God has been present with us since before we were born. And so a prayer journal helps you see and make those connections. It's often kind of neat to look back on old prayer journal entries from years ago and to recognize what God was doing, even though you couldn't have possibly known it at that particular moment, now years later you recognize how the pieces fit together. I always think that that's just a a deeply moving experience to be able to plot the points and recognize how God has been leading you, even when it felt like you might have been abandoned. So, Let me now just give you some real specifics about it. Those are some of the uh, advantages that I perceive to a prayer journal. But basically what you want to do when you're keeping a prayer journal is write a letter to God. That's at least the way that I often approach it. So, So it's like you're writing a letter to a friend. And really, just like any form of prayer, there's no wrong way to speak with God. But that's one approach. Just treat it like a letter. Start at the top of the page, Dear God. And then see where your thoughts and your pen takes you and how the Holy Spirit intercedes to guide you in that prayer process. But if you want something a little more organized, a way that I've used previously while keeping a prayer journal is something called the Acts Prayer. And the Acts Prayer you could use at any time that you're trying to say a prayer, but it works really well, I think, in prayer journaling because you can kind of label it out. ACTS is an acronym, and it stands for Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, Supplication. My, my, there are some churchy words in there, so let me break it down and explain it to you. Adoration is the A, and that's simply uh, saying something nice and poetic and worshipful about God. There's something really valuable about taking the time to just remember at the beginning of the prayer that God is God and you are not. And so often in the book of Psalms, we see really flowery language about how beautiful and wonderful God is, how mighty are God's ways. So you can try and find something like that, just a a, a nice way of beginning uh, your prayer. If you think about the Lord's Prayer, it does begin with adoration. It says, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's an example of an adoration phrase. You can kind of come up with anything you want. Again, I think the real point is to just kind of to, to situate yourself and to situate that relationship. 
God is a supreme, almighty, all-knowing being that has created the heavens and the earth. And you're coming before that God in prayer as a humble servant. So just to establish yourself with a place of humility by giving adoration to God, it's a good way to lead into a time of prayer. So that's the A, adoration. Now we move along to C, confession. (laughs) Just in case you weren't humble enough with that adoration, um, confession is a time to just admit and to talk with God about the ways that you've messed up. This is really important, and you know that we do this every single week at the beginning of our worship services, but it's really important, I think, to, to admit that we're wrong. And, you know, oftentimes we don't want to admit to anyone that we've made a mistake or that we've messed up, but hopefully, at least in our relationship with God, we can have that type of humility and we can be honest with ourselves as well as with God that we haven't been perfect and that we haven't gotten it all right. I think there's something really valuable about writing those confessions down and viewing that as an act of letting go. You're not going to hold on to the guilt or shame that you might feel any longer. You are confessing this to God. And as the scripture tells us that God will forgive us when we confess our sin. Okay, so that's the C, confession, basically, right? Just taking time to name before God a few places where you've messed up or where you need forgiveness. And then T stands for Thanksgiving. This one's easy. List some gratitudes, right? What are you thankful for? What do you want to say thank you to God for? Oftentimes, our prayers just become a laundry laundry list of things that we're asking for. And so it's a good practice to have a time when we're thankful as well, when we recognize all the ways that God has been working and all the blessings that God has put into our life. They have found um, in research that taking time to just be grateful and thankful every day is incredibly helpful for one's mental and physical health. There's just a real vibrancy that happens to us when we take time to realize that there are good things happening in our life and in our world. So for a time of prayer, a time of prayer journaling, I think it's really important to just give space and give time to be thankful. One of the things that I used to do back in the day is I would just try and do an ABCs, right? I didn't, you know, it's often hard to know where do I begin with being thankful? So I would just try and go through the alphabet, right? All right, what's something that begins with A that I'm thankful for? All right, B. So you get the idea. Um, I often liked to do that on like a morning walk or a morning run. Uh, It's a nice way to start the day. Uh, That's kind of separate from what we're talking about here, but just thought I'd mention it. If you wanted something to occupy your thoughts in a good way to just be prayerful and grateful, um, yeah, go on a morning walk and just try and make your way through the ABCs of thankfulness. Okay, and then finally, S, supplication. Supplication means asking for things, basically. So the idea, this is the time when you get to just ask God for whatever it is that's on your heart that you're struggling with. Please note that in this acronym that I laid out, it is only one-fourth of your prayer that's meant to be reserved for supplication. As I said, I think we often turn prayer into this divine Santa Claus. Here's what I want. Here's what I want. Here's what I want. Yeah, God wants to hear what's on our hearts and what we're praying for. But there's other pieces to prayer as well. That's all I'm trying to say. 
But yeah, at the end of your axe prayer, write down some of those specific things that you're asking for. Prayers for others, prayers for the world, prayers for different situations in your life. And that's the whole list. A, C, T, and S. And like I said, you can just use that as a framework for your general prayers. But I think it's really helpful also when you're doing a prayer journal. Because you can just kind of lay it. You write it in the margin. Here's the A. And then you go to work um, writing those pieces out. Move on to C. You get the idea. All right. So that's prayer journaling. It's a great spiritual practice. I hope you give it a try. Again, maybe just for a season. Uh, you know, take a month and say, this is my prayer journal month. I'm going to see what happens. Uh, I think spiritual practices are meant to be experimented with like this. It's really exciting and helpful. Um, and there's just so many different ways from over the vast history of Christianity that people have found to connect with God, to remember God each and every day. I hope that this prayer journal uh, explanation has been helpful to you. Uh, stay tuned. I'll do more episodes like this in the future. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay in peace.